Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, film enthusiasts and newcomers alike, prepare for a cinematic journey like no other. Grab some popcorn, dim the lights, because it's about time you watch this. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris. Josh. And Jody. And today we are travelling to the end of the world. As with... we know it. Yes. It's the end of the world as we Don't sing too much. We'll have to pay like it's... music rights. I can't afford that. <laughs> anyway. Need to get you a, like an auto-tune machine if you're going to do that. Uh, we are discussing the Roland Emmerich disaster epic 2012. The Mayan calendar predicts the end of time to occur in 2012. the apocalypse. The Mayans knew about it. Today, we are one family. Hang on! Look at me, do I look scared? <laughs> Not to be mistaken with Greenland and Moonfall and Day After Tomorrow and... <laughs> look, let's be honest, these are, any Roland Emmerich movie like this, they're all basically the same movie. It's him trying to destroy the world in, in different and creative ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and this this movie was the first one that really took it to the limit, I think, because this was before the day after tomorrow. No, this was after. Was it? Mm -hmm. That uh, was. It like, was after the day after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, in two thousand and nine, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. When was that? Because this was twenty. This was before. Day after tomorrow was two thousand four when I was born. Was it that early? Yeah, because then twenty twelve was. Around when were you born? Two thousand four. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> in the Whack. In the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've discussed this before. Mm. And then this movie was two thousand and nine. You were five. So, so to put probably the, <laughs> to put this in perspective, Josh, you turned nineteen in December. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I keep forgetting I'm 19. I'm 19 now. <laughs> oh, I, wow, you're so old. <laughs> I, I have my 20-year high school reunion this year. <laughs> just, just putting that in perspective. Yep. That could could actually be He could almost be our son. Could. Uh, yeah. Maybe not yours. I'm. What am I, 31? 31. Yeah, that's, mm. a, bit that's, that's a, a bit weird. That's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. But you, you could yeah, be. Potentially, <laughs> like. If I'd have had Eddie pool with the ladies when I was 18, absolutely. Or when you were 25 or yeah, 30 well, or 30, 36. <laughs> uh, anyway, into the synopsis of this movie before we get too far into bashing me, because mm. uh, Earth's billions of inhabitants are unaware that the planet has an expiration date. But the warnings of an American scientist, world leaders secret secretly begin preparations for the survival of select members of society. When the global cataclysm finally occurs, failed writer Jackson Curtis, played by John Cusack, tries to lead his family to safety as the world starts falling apart. And fall apart it does in mm. epic Literally. CGI fashion. <laughs> oh, my goodness. First thoughts, Josh. I've seen this movie once before, and I remember that it was – dumb fun and I needed that at that <laughs> moment in time. So um, if I don't take notes, oh, well, because <laughs> it's a type of movie where like, I'm just, there's so much chaos and destruction so and I just so love watching on. it. Yeah. So it got gets to the point where I wouldn't take notes, but then I've now looking you at my notes. notes. I, to I took some you notes. Took some notes. <laughs> um, I think I'll be into this, although two hours and 40 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that was an issue I knew that you were going to have. Yep. Was that it is a I need to stop looking film. at the time before and I watch movies. the first maybe 45 minutes of this. Felt like four hours. Because it is, well, <laughs> it does, because it is just setting up family emotions and family dramas and who's connected to who. Because we have to care about that. Because we have to care about these characters before they all get wiped off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Some, of the, some of them quite literally. Um, <laughs> Too soon. Well, it's. <laughs> Look, I I love this movie, but I and I did mention this in a previous podcast. When this movie came out, I had it on Blu-ray, but I wasn't allowed to watch it. Mm. Um, oh yes, because the girl I was dating at the time was freaked out by the fact that because it wasn't 2012 yet when this movie was released, it was, it was almost yeah. like a case Precursor. of things to potentially come. It's not okay, because this was a, actually a big talking point back. It was at huge. The start of 2011, 2012. Yeah. Um, As we discussed, I was young. I didn't care. Quite. Yeah. It could have happened, Quite. and I wouldn't have known. <laughs> Um, so I didn't get to watch this much on DVD and Blu-ray because it freaked her out too much. So mm. that's why I love going back and watching it now because, I, like you, Josh, I like just sort of skip the first 45 minutes hour usually. Once the action starts ramping up, I just love this movie because mm-hmm. it is just that. It's, yeah. It, it's full it's, on. What do they, they call it? Michael Bay's sort of stuff, destruction porn. Like it's just <laughs> shit getting well, blown. I'm sorry, what? Destruction porn. Like it's just. <laughs> is that you what you're into? <laughs> no, that's that's a term for. I wouldn't even use Michael Bay as an example. I'd use Roland Emmerich because he's the one. Well, who, he's the one. That he's the one who this, made it. Really, so. did Independence Day, which we've done on the podcast. Did Godzilla, which we're going to be talking about uh, down the track as well. The 1998 Godzilla, not the new one. Um, mm. So yeah, so he, you're right. He's sort of the godfather of of this sort of destructive style. porn. No, it's not actual pornography, <laughs> what you idiot. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's like when you watch, like, like you look at nice cars and it's like, oh, it's car porn. That's a saying. <laughs> It's not actually like it's not a category on Pornhub, you freak. <laughs> My brain the way hurts. you're talking about it, that's what it's sounding like. It's a bit weird. Best scene, Geordie, go. Yes, Best let's scene. Move on. Uh, when everything first goes bad, and the little old ladies are just driving their slow, oh. like they can't really <laughs> slow. They're just like, oh, oh. I do love that bit. And then like, the, oh, look out, Doris, and yeah. like the thing, and you like that. Oh, and you're like, you're God. but they've just violently died. Oh, but oh, like. That was pretty funny, Dead. and that's the that's that's exactly what the movie's getting at. Is like this, this is yes. like terrifying, but it's so, so funny, funny. To, and so good to watch. Um, and the other best scene. So I had to have the funny one. Yep. But then also when the dad just makes it out with the map from Charlie, like in I the, did. So, oh. so I started watching this with you just before that. Basically, yes. so that when they first arrived at that airport was when I started watching it with you because you, yep. I walked in and you had it. And I was like, "Oh, here we are at the good part." I'll sit down and watch this now. And as soon as his hand came up, you were like, "Oh!" and grabbed your phone and you. Were, I was like, "Oh, she either really liked that that happened or really <laughs> hated it." Because you were very enthusiastic to grab I was your phone and very make a note enthusiastic. for that. Yeah, yeah. That um, was good. Josh, best scene. Um, oh, was that all? Yeah. Oh, it. okay. Yeah. Um, I had all of the destruction scenes, <laughs> anything breaking, amazing fun. Uh, the Mona Lisa being hidden, hidden and yep. taken away was Ooh, yeah. interesting. They swap her out with a duplicate, and yep. I'm like, oh, so this is the extremes of what they're going to. They'd rather protect the Mona Lisa <laughs> than... Yes. But I understand that, they're like... Preserving the, history and prever- culture pre- yeah. and for humanity. To but uh, I just found it so interesting that they even just put that into the movie. Like, there's yeah, so much going on, and... Then they do it later That's, on. You see um, animals as if it's Noah's Ark, yeah. and there's two of each animal um, being flown over the 
Arctic, and I'm like putting the ships. I'm like, yep. Those animals would surely be like dead or yeah. like have frostbite or something by Probably. now. Um, amazing use of the title card. I loved the use of the title card because um, it starts the movie and it says 2009 or something like that, and then we go 2010. 2011 and then a little bit more into 2011 and then all of a sudden bang, bang yeah. in big writing 2012 and I'm like oh I like that <laughs> I like that a lot so is the movie technically called 2012 or 2012 well, or it however, it however you want to say, say it, it. I don't think it's, it's not a okay it doesn't matter yeah um oh my notes glitched on me give me a second <laughs> um okay um putting on life jackets when plane is going down, what was oh, that? Was the kids and they were putting the kids in the? So that would have been when they thought oh. they were about. Oh, when they to thought they were going to die. Ocean. Yes, that was very and sad. They come out that of was the very clouds sad. And mm. they're actually over Russia, and they're like, "What's oh. going on?" And they realize that the land masses have shifted. Mm. Yeah, that was very. And they crash into the snow that was instead. Intense. That was actually a scene that actually made me feel. I actually felt for them. I will say this: out of all of the disaster movies. This is the ones that I actually I do care about the characters. Yeah, yeah. I actually Agreed. do care about the family. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that one made me sad. The Queen, Queen Elizabeth is well, an actor playing Queen Elizabeth is in this movie with her two dogs. I found that quite amusing. Um, and then this is just this should probably be in what the fuck, but I'm saying it now because <laughs> oh, no. I've put so it under here. It in, yeah. Okay, so I started the timer when the timer said it had 14 minutes left. And then the movie just jumped to four minutes left. Like I started the timer. <laughs> it was like it got to 10 minutes, but the movie timer jumped to four minutes. And I was just like, hang on a second. Huh? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Although I'm happy they did that because then the movie would have been at two hours and 50 minutes. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I was the same. I sort of had that many for best end because there are so many good parts in this movie like that that jump out. Um, it's... I don't know if I could actually pick like a standout there. I'm like, yes, I love that the most. Maybe the volcano scene, um, the super volcano with Woody Harrelson. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, Yellowstone. Where Yellowstone goes up because I do love that. Like it is full of, and I think. I was pretty impressed. This movie hits me a whole new way. And we've spoken about this in some other movies. Now that we have a daughter. Yep. Who's mm. almost not much younger than the kid, the little right, girl in yeah. this. Ooh. Hits you in a whole new feel when that happens because you're sort of like, oh, like when she's like, yeah, scared and stuff. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, it's sort oh, of, okay. yeah, yeah. And this movie affected me more than it normally would have. Normally it would be just big dumb fun, but it sort of actually did hit me a little bit. So, yeah. Um, we did mention a what the fuck moment there. Geordie, what did you have? Because I know you probably got a couple. Um, the first one just made me angry. It was more of an angry moment. So when they take the Russian plane and it would carry hundreds of people and it's just the six of them on this big, huge Russian plane and there's heaps of people there, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm. Put yeah, the people okay, on yeah, the plane. Yeah. We don't care about anybody else. Yeah. That is collateral damage. Oh, my heart. Although, let's be honest, if something like this was to actually happen, we're those people in the background that just like get crushed by a building or something. Like, 100%. We're not, like, you know. Yeah, we're not John Cusack. Uh, can you fly a plane? A limo. Like, Josh, can you fly a plane? No. Josh, okay. can, you le- can you learn to fly a plane? One of us needs yeah, to I'll take try. flying One lessons. of us should probably learn to fly <laughs> a plane. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put that, like I'll put that on, on my list. Yeah, throw um, that on your use list. Use it as acting. Like, yeah, it can help like you with your acting experiencing career. Maybe. I don't know. Just, yes. We'll even, you know, buy the flying lessons for you. Oh, thanks. So that when this happens. 
I think you yeah, can afford to. Crit- flying lessons are. Wait, keep him on side. Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, just in case. And the other one I had was the cruise ship. The like, arc. No, the actual cruise ship. So when his dad's oh, on the cruise ship, the cruise ship and rolls. it all of a sudden rolls and that's it. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <gasps> that was insane. Mm. I did not like it. Fair enough. Yeah, that that was a scene, and I said this when we watched it, that scene where he calls his son. Oh, too soon. Mm. Too soon, for, obviously, for those that listening to the podcast that don't follow the socials, uh, my father passed away less than a month ago. And we had a bit of a strained relationship. So watching that phone call, like trying to <sighs> repair the bridge and being too late and that Ooh. hit in the field. So I was like, oh, I forgot this scene was in this movie. That's it. Mm. It does actually, for a disaster movie, it has lots of heart. It yeah. does. 100%. Like, and you don't get that a lot in Roland Emmerich movies. No. This Independence Day probably had a bit of it, but again, uh, not a not hell too of much. a lot. No. Um, yeah. Like, it's not really a lot of his Moonfall definitely didn't have it. Um, yeah, like it's probably one thing this movie has above some of his others is there's a lot of heart, I reckon. Mm. Um, Josh, what the fuck moments? Do you have any others? There's one in here that I can't understand. It's a certain <laughs> camera shot that I just didn't agree with. Uh, the camera right in front of Jackson while he's fixing the ship. I don't know what that was, but it's something that, Maybe where he's underwater at the end where they were yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. something like that. There's oh there was something and I'm just like, oh that's not realist. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I didn't agree with it. Um and then the, I I've also got the destruction scenes yeah. in this. Yeah. But mainly it was what you said before, the limo when it's driving across all the cracks in the road. I'm just oh. like Come on. Yeah. I'm like, you could you could drive around, but all these cracks in the ground, the wheels would be That's popping. Right. They'd and, be and, going and into divots. Where they take yeah. off in the little plane, same thing, where the ground's yeah. falling out from under it and yeah, he's running to catch up to the plane. Mm. And I was mm. like, mm, that mm. Just, bit of a stretch. Like mm. yeah. And then so the the LA scene of all of that happening and you yeah. like, this screwed me up. The first time that I watched it, and the same when I watched the movie This Is the End that yep. stars yeah, yeah. Um, Seth, Seth Rogen, Rogen and, and all of his friends, yep. because there's a scene in that and this scene in this where you've got your main characters who are running to survive and stuff, and you, you you're there with them, but then you step back it's and you listen and, and you listen to every other human in the background dying and, and just yeah. all of this shit. And, and that's imagine, what I'm saying, like that sort of stuff. Like, you, oh. and you just know that if this does happen, you're one of those little people. And like, it's like you know. yeah, it's like oh, I don't like to picture this. Like no. this would actually be like horrifying. But this is not going to happen, right? No, not right, right now. Right. If you look at. Look at the right. weather patterns we've been seeing around the world the last twelve months. Huh? I think Mother Nature's trying to tell something. So. Yes, yeah, so like, and me thinking about this now, it's just like, oh, I hate it. Yeah, I hate it so much. Like, even like the the people who are on the train. Yeah, and like and that, the there's train an like underground the, subway, and, and it, it just shoots out of the sky, out, and you hear the and screams. And you're, like, you're on that train. You don't know what's about no. to happen, and all of a sudden, no, nope, we're just popping out, and you're now dead. Yeah. Um, that actor, Jordy. Charlie. Woody Harrelson. Um, Woody yeah. Harrelson. I had that as well, actually. Yeah. I did have that as well. But then I also, it may not be a normal one, but I really liked Gordon. Really? Yeah. Mm. I thought he was great. He was helpful. Look at Funnily him. Funnily enough, he does, Gordon is that character that seems to be in all these movies where it's the the obstacle between the husband and the wife getting back together, the stepfather that nobody really likes. It's a bit nerdy that just gets mm-hmm. 
done away with. To, but without him, they'd all be dead. But that then 15 true. minutes later, his ex-wife's moved on, or Gordon's wife's moved on, and she's back with her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. None the wiser when they're back on that boat after he's just sacrificed himself. Everything. To, yeah, you know, I really liked so Gordon. My husband's dead. Now let's get back together. <laughs> um, I also had the little girl. His she daughter. I thought mm. she was really good for in a movie like this where they're in gre- doing green screen stuff and to to emote like she did. Yeah, she was. And great. again, maybe it's just because the dad thing, but that I thought she was really good as well. So, uh, what about Josh? You didn't ask Josh, Josh? didn't I? Um, I did. Oh no, because nah. he just agreed with you. Sorry. Yeah. yeah no. Uh, Anyone else apart from Woody? Yeah, I, I think like uh. Woody's <laughs> just hamming it up. So like. Yeah, he's he, he's probably the most enjoyable part he's of the movie a lot to of fun. watch. He, he is, was having fun. He is having a lot of fun. I've watched now a fair few films where Woody Harrelson's just shown up. Yeah, I'm like, oh, the, you do a lot of bit characters now, and There's I a did, lot more of that than you realize yeah. too when you start thinking about it. And yeah. I was like, oh, you, your acting range is actually really good. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, he he's he's always a delight in this movie. And then, I mean, John Cusack doesn't do anything too too special. But yeah, it's sort of John Cusack being John Cusack, but but he um he brings the, the majority of the heart yeah uh, into does it, it well. with his family and yeah, yeah so I, he's he's a good leading man in this. hundred uh, percent. So this had a budget of two hundred million dollars. Damn. Uh, made seven hundred and seventy million at the box office. So it did very well. Mm. Mm. Um, didn't get a sequel. Don't know how you make a sequel. It'd just be a post-apocalyptic. How do they survive? How do they what survive? Do they do? What do they do? Oh, how do we rebuild the the world? Um, Some duct tape will be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I don't think I'd care about that though. Really? Yeah, no, I wouldn't be interested be so to see boring. how the world is rebuilt and no. especially going from your action-packed first one to oh look, let's make a house. I guess we got. I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't quite <laughs> think that would be the plot. Um, well, you could do it like they did with Independence Day where they did the or sequel be- and it was 20 years later and this is how we've rebuilt and we've used this alien tech and this is the future, what it looks like after that event. Snooze fest. <laughs> like, no, I don't care. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, some interesting facts. Uh, Roland Emmerich was very reluctant to re-enter the disaster movie uh, sort of theme. Uh, he said that his friends would just struggle with him. He was like, oh, you're going to go and destroy the world again, are you? Because <laughs> um, obviously he'd done Independence Day, the day after tomorrow, it became, yeah, Godzilla, it became that theme of what he did. Um, but he said uh, he had this watershed moment on the day after tomorrow where he finally believed that you can create a whole environment digitally. He said doing a movie like this before that was really hard. He said, but now that you, you know, the technology had caught up to be able to do that, he said, you know, I think I'll do a mo- whole movie where I can just do it, destroy mm. the world. Um, yeah, we, we touched on this. The Mayan calendar really did end in 2012. The what calendar? So the Mayan calendar. That's so why the, they thought. So the whole theory was the ancient Mayan civilization, their calendar, you know, in all the Aztec pyramids and all sort of stuff, the calendar that they had throughout all of their documentation ended in 2012. Why 2012? That was just That's uh, why. the oh. calendar. Um, their they sophisticated long-term calendar came to an end of a cycle on December 21st, 2012. Uh, skeptics said it was merely fodder for conspiracy theorists and cash-ins. But uh, you know, at that point, people were like, have they? Because you go back and you see all the technology they used in the past and this whole, the whole thing with the Mayan civilization. People were like, did they know something? Did they have a way of seeing what was going to happen and all this mm. stuff? So there was a lot of fear that this was going to happen. Right. And because um, didn't people also thought that was going to happen in the year 2000, like once it clocked over from... 
Okay, this was makes that me a feel thing? Re- yes, Y2K. Yeah, yeah, Y2K. Thing, this makes yeah. me feel really old. So basically the thing with Y2K was that computers weren't programmed to have triple zero digits, basically. So because in what? the 90s and the 80s, you didn't need that. So nah. they were really worried that when computers reset, it was going to cause so many issues that the world was going to collapse because at that point, things had started to really run on computers. It was the first time yeah. in okay. history that was out of our control. So right. they were worried that banks and you know, nuclear missile silos and all this sort of stuff, once it reset, the computers oh. would reset and we, the we, nukes we would launch and everything <laughs> would turn off. And You guys are a little bit silly. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> I remember having a Y2K party. Like I was what, 12, 13, 12. And having like a Y2K party with friends, like that we stayed up till midnight. And what, you know, part of me was like, oh, this is going to be exciting here. The world's going to end. How good is this? <laughs> and then it sort of got to 12 on and we were like, all right, well, let's go home. Go to bed now. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, in this movie, they don't show New York being destroyed. No. That was because Roland Emmerich said he didn't want to destroy New York because he'd already done that so many times before. Yeah. Uh-huh. Obviously, Independence Day, Godzilla. Uh, Clo- Cloverfield. Cloverfield. He didn't do that, no, but it was but the year before this came uh, out. So he wanted to stay away. The Vatican, on the other hand, he said it crumbles to dust, taking out a few thousand Catholic worshippers on the way. Oh yeah, something different. Um, <laughs> which that's one scene in this movie that I actually really loved mm. was when the the Vatican's being destroyed and they're in the Sistine Chapel and you see the the painting, the, the, the crack. crack oh, goes, yeah, that was the crack yeah. that goes between the hand of man and God. Yeah, mm. that was clever. Because that painting is Adam and God touching fingers yeah. and the, the relation between man and God. So the broke. crack going through that was like that is one thing I actually, the symbolism of that I actually loved. I thought that's so. And good. it's a different location. Like, because I mean, a lot of these movies, depending on who the filmmaker is and where it's made, it'll yep. always be the same locations. Yeah, being and it's destroyed. always, we all, yeah. we, and, and as we like, said, like New York, we've seen destroyed a million times. And like, it's yeah. like, why, why didn't you get to show us the giant pineapple in Australia yeah. being <laughs> And that's one thing I did love in, like, yeah, like in Independence Day, at the end of Independence Day, they showed you, Australia. See, you see a scene of the Sydney Harbour, uh, the Sydney Harbour Bridge and the Opera House. Mm. Yeah. With the yeah. spaceship Isn't down in the background. The poster for the second Independence Day heavily has Australia so, on yeah. it, doesn't it? Well, but I don't think it's shown. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Um, an unnamed in the movie, an unnamed Californian governor goes on TV to assure the citizens that everything's going to be all right in a heavy German accent. Did you notice that? Mm, I can't remember. Was based obviously on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, oh, obviously that's when interesting. It, it's a little in joke. Um, Roland Emmerich was really nervous about showing him the movie. Um, he said Arnold invited him to his house to show him the movie. Wow. Because of that, because he'd been told that he had a little... Uh, and they never mentioned that it's him they you know, no, sort of yeah. just alluded never. to. Um, to give it... Because he was the governor of California at the time of, of this movie coming out. Of course. Yeah. He was a governor. Yeah, he's yeah a, he was the governor of California for a time. Really? He was an elected yeah. official. Yeah. He got Go elected figure. to parliament. That was before... Before tr- he was like... Before Trump made a mockery of, you know, yeah. celebrity people getting elected to office. It was yeah. Arnold started. Mm-hmm. And him himself was one. Wow. wow, yeah, exactly right. So... Um, the film was banned in North Korea because 2012 marks the 100th anniversary of the birth of the first great leader, Il Sung Kim. Several people were arrested for watching pirated copies of the film in North Korea. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. that's a bit full on. Well, that's that's North Korea for you. That yeah, true. Happens. Um, unless anyone that runs North Korea is listening, in which case I apologise, don't come up. Um, and <laughs> uh-huh. when this came out in theatres, the last one we've got here, some of the theatres started showing the movie at 8.12pm. Do you know why? To you add s- to it? 
Is it? Because in 24 hour time, that's 2012. Ah, <gasps> oh, that's clever. So cinemas deliberately clever. delayed it by 12 minutes from the Hell yeah. That's how started 2012. I thought that was very, very clever. Well played. Uh, one thing that could make this movie better, Judy. I didn't have anything. Really? I mean, it could be my usual don't make it so long, but that was all I could really think of. Wow. Like, it wasn't bad, but I just I didn't know what could add to it. I don't know. I, 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 High I, praise. I also didn't have anything. <laughs> yeah, either did I. I actually just love this movie. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I'm like, oh, well, you don't want to add anything else. No, and even the CGI, no, and this is really pretty, need, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's still it's 15 pretty, years old, but the CGI is still pretty good. still standard compare it to some of the stuff that we get nowadays. Yeah, and lazy, then, like, sloppy stuff, yeah. There's... There's like already so many characters. You don't need any more characters. I don't think you. That may be one thing. Maybe drop back on some of those. You could get rid of. But you also cared about them all. Like they all added to the story. Like the I was so happy at the end when old mate Russia fell off the trying to get onto the boat (laughs) and the kids. (laughs) Yeah, but I could have done without that. Like we needed them obviously to get the big plane, but. That but little I character liked... arc and like the you know the the girlfriend that was in oh, love the with the pilot and like that was something like you probably could have shaved ten minutes out of the movie there, Geordie. For yeah, you. true. Um, true. I liked the president's daughter. I thought she was really good. Yes, yeah, she and was that great. Relationship with the do- with the scientist. I liked her and the scientist. Yeah. Um, like that was another heartbreaking thing I thought, and I've only just thought of it then, is when he calls. Um, his scientist friend in India who at first made the discovery. Yes. Oh, and then he dies. And he dies and in the dies. tsunami. It's like they never came to pick mm. us up. And he has that big, you know, that big moment um, with, um, what's his name? The, I can't remember his name, but he's in another movie we're doing in a couple of weeks as well. Um, but he plays like the Secretary of Defence or whatever he was. Yeah. He's the Lake Oliver Placid Platt. guy. Oliver Platt, yes, he is. Mm. He's in Lake Placid as well. We haven't done that movie yet. That's but. coming up in a couple of weeks. But, um yeah, and they yeah. Ha- and they have this big argument. He's like, we didn't have time to pick everybody up, and and even when Oliver Platt says goodbye to his mother on the phone, and he's like, we thought, he's like, I thought they would have given her a ticket, and he's like, they did, but she's eighty eight, and she's, yeah. you know, it, you know, we need people that can preserve our thing, and he's so I've had to say goodbye, and you're like, she, yeah, that would actually that That's, would happen, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you'd have uh, to make those decisions. Yeah, it's it's a sort of a movie that yes, it's just a big dumb action movie, but it has those little beats like that that you go, shit, if this did happen. That's how it would happen. Like it's actually fairly on the money. Yep. Like even the preserving the art and all that sort of stuff. Yep. If if the scientists know something that we don't right now, they're probably doing that stuff. They're probably organizing these arcs. They're probably preserving mm, they that stuff. They know what they're doing. Mm. Like that there will be plans in place in governments for something like this to happen. Yeah. Which is terrifying to think about. Mm-hmm. But they do have plans and all that sort of stuff. And you got it. Well, yeah. up so. as I slowly grab my tinfoil hat and start putting it on. <laughs> conspiracy theories, but um. Yeah. Look, I'm the same. I don't really have anything that I could add to this. Final thoughts, guys, on this one. Good movie. Too long. John? Um. I don't think the length was too much of a problem for me. Um. Yeah, yeah Mister. Doesn't have a, kids and can yeah. watch movie. <laughs> yeah, but before you had kids, you didn't like long movies. You just have a no attention span. Sorry, what'd you say? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I, I just. It's uh, it's once everything gets going, I'm just like, ah, yeah. oh, I, I could pop it yeah. back in and watch it again. Yeah. But it's just the starting is always, it's always the setup that takes the longest. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you got to hope movie. you got to yeah. hope that you've got a good setup yeah. for it to be worth being like, oh my god, the whole movie's so good. Yeah, but it, like it's yeah, it's just dumb fun. It's it's very good. 
All right. Let us know as well what you think of the movie up on our socials, all that sort of stuff. Any movie recommendations, keep them coming through. I've had a few the last couple of weeks, which is oh, good. Oh, have we? Yeah, oh. a couple. Of, I had one, um, uh, an Aussie movie that I don't even remember seeing for a long time called The Big Steel. Have you ever seen that? It's an underrated co- the Aussie Big film. Steel. The Big Steel. Nope. Never heard it's of it. It's one that will, um, it's thrown on the list. Thank you to Jared from Whistle Media for recommending that one. So mm-hmm. um, did recommend it for Australia Day, but we didn't get quite there for that one. But that's uh, it's gone on the list as well. So, um Plenty still to come. Next uh, next episode, we are talking sci-fi. Again, a little bit different to this science fiction, though. Next time, we're talking about the film Galaxy Quest starring oh, Tim Allen. I love uh, Galaxy so Quest. So do I, and I'm really intrigued. Yeah, I'll have thoughts, I'm sure. Oh, no. Here we go. Yet again. That's okay. What a shocker. Anyway, <laughs> that's coming up on the next episode of It's About Time You Watch This. You've been listening to It's About Time You Watch This, a creative podcast.